0: He is risen, he is risen indeed. indeed Christ who is dead is alive again and lives and reigns to all eternity. We celebrate that because He lives, we too shall live. Let's pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we do celebrate and join the celebration of the ages this day. The celebration didn't just start today. We know that for centuries now the church has been celebrating the resurrection. This has happened a long time ago. But even as what happened a long time ago has had impact through, through the ages, through history, we pray that it would have an impact today on our history. That each one of us, for whatever brought us together today, that each one of us would be more convinced that Jesus, who is dead, is alive again. And because He lives, we too shall live. Come be with us by the power of the Spirit, we pray. Amen. He is risen. oh no, you left the putt short. It's Sunday afternoon at the Masters and you're tied for the lead. You're on the 18th green. You're tied with Phil Mickelson and Sergio Garcia. They're already in the clubhouse. It's a three-way tie you're on the green putting with Tiger Woods. He was down by two going into the 17th. And he made an insane putt on the 17th. And, and now he's just down by one. And you and Tiger Woods are on the 18th green. You both have a birdie putt. Now his is an, is an easy putt. He's it's about a 12-footer and for... For Tiger, that's pretty easy, and and so you've got this insane putt where you are, it's about a 28-footer, and already in your mind, you're just celebrating that you're tied with Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, and soon you'll be tied with Tiger Woods, you figure you'll make the putt, and you're trying to remember, now how does the playoff go? What hole would we start on? What are the rules? And, And it's just, it's an incredible day for you. And, and as you get ready and think about putting, you, you tell Tiger, you go ahead and putt. Get out of the way so you can really concentrate. He's got about a 12-footer, and you know Tiger. He just kind of puts his hat in place and looks up, eyes it out, and hits it with great authority, 12 foot straight to the hole, hits the back of the cup and drops in. It's your turn. It's really a crazy putt. 28 feet uphill, downhill, there's that ridge, and the cup is just in the worst place imaginable. You figure, if I can just get it close and par it, then I'll be in the playoff. This is incredible. Then it occurs to you, well, maybe you have a shot of making it after all. And So you wipe your hands, you eye up the putt, you grip the putter, you've sweat before, but not like this. You've had your heart pound before, But right now, you think it's going to come right out of your chest. You've got the putter. You gulp. You gulp again. And then you strike the ball. And you go, oh, no, I hit it too hard. No, no, maybe maybe I hit it too soft. But you watch the ball, and it goes up the hill, down the hill. It hits that ridge, trickles down, and you up it looks like it's going to be short. No, it's going to be short. And then of all things, it falls in. And you fall to your knees and say, yes! What an amazing victory. What would be an amazing victory for you? What would cause you to just celebrate like mad? Imagine winning the Masters. You beat Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Sergio Garcia. That's nothing compared to the victory that we celebrate today. The one who was dead is alive again. And because he lives, we too shall live. We celebrate today God's great yes. Yes. Uh, this is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And uh, you might go home and read 1 Corinthians 15, maybe read it twice this afternoon. It's this great passage about the resurrection. Uh, it starts with an, with an affirmation to the, the truth of the resurrection. Paul says, this guy saw Jesus, that guy saw Jesus. Over 500 people saw Jesus raised from the dead. Then we have this word that talks about the significance of the resurrection. If in Christ we have hope in this life only, we are of all people most to be pitied. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. Yes. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. And then the the chapter ends with a great testimony of the impact. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? Where, O oh, death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, He gives us the victory, yes, for our Lord Jesus Christ. We celebrate today the victory, God's great yes in the resurrection of Jesus. How would you react if you, if you would win the Masters? What would your reaction be? Uh, think, think about how people do react to different victories. We don't have to guess how they reacted to Jesus' victory that day. Uh, we know how, how they reacted. We know what the women said. Here's what the women said. They said, well, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? That's what they said on the day of this great victory. They didn't believe it. They came out as unbelievers. They were going to anoint the body. Uh, they figured they were coming out to see a dead Jesus. We know what they said. We know what the angel said. The angel said, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. We know what Jesus said on the day of the resurrection not from the Gospel according to Mark, but from one of the other Gospels, we know what Jesus said. Greetings, do not be afraid. He said that a lot. Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee and there they will see me. We know how the enemies of Jesus reacted. They said, tell people, His disciples came by night and stole Him away while we were asleep. I wonder how God the Father reacted on the day of the resurrection. I was thinking about that. What, what, what did God the Father... How did He think about the resurrection? You know, it's, it's a little hard to think about triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And every time you try and split that up, you're on the edge of heresy. Uh, we, we know what Jesus said. We, we think that the Holy Spirit was helping others to believe. But what do you think God the Father said that day? You know, he'd been working on this for a long time. Uh, this is one of the great jigsaw puzzles of all time. You can go back to the garden and there's the first prophecy about how the seed of, of uh, Eve would crush Satan's head. And God was working on putting this puzzle together through the ages. He was working through hundreds and hundreds of prophecies. Different pieces and parts had, had to come together. He was working through dozens and dozens of different individuals. He had to use the patriarchs and the judges and the kings and the prophets weaving all of these things together. He had to work through the different empires. There was the Egyptian, the Assyrian, the Babylonian, the Persian, the Greek, the Roman. God was kind of working all this together. What do you think God the Father said? Don't you think He said, Yes! as he had worked out salvation for the human race. His plan had come together, and the one who was dead is alive forever, and now anyone and everyone who calls on his name will be saved. We don't have to wonder how those people reacted that first day. Uh, we don't have to wonder that this is how God reacted. Here's what it says this is 2 Corinthians. It says, For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That's what Scripture says. That's why it's through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. The question today is not how they reacted, the question is, What do you do with this? How do you react to the day of the resurrection? Do you know who Johnny Hart was? Uh, Johnny Hart was the creator of the B.C. comic strip. I, I guess he did the Wizard of Id as well. I never read the Wizard of Id. Uh, but he, he wrote both of those comic strips. And uh, Johnny Hart was an unbeliever. Uh, he'd grown up in the church and then drifted away. You know how that happens. Maybe, maybe some of you grew up in the church and then drifted away. Uh, he was an unbeliever, and and he had, his career had gone well, and he was making some good money. This is back in 1984, and he and his family were building a house, and they were building a house on a nice piece of property in Nineveh, New York. He said, God always gets a hold of people in Nineveh, you know, with Joan and all. But he was an unbeliever, and he was building this big house, and, and he was having a satellite dish installed. Now, this is the old days. This is the last millennium. So it was a very complicated thing to install this satellite dish. Uh, the company that was doing it, it was a father and son. And some, I, I don't understand this, but it took them two months to install it, to get it all dialed in. And, and while they were working on it, uh, uh, what they did was they always had, because they were believers, they always had on a Christian TV station. You know, as they were adjusting everything, they always had on this Christian TV station. And it annoyed Johnny Hart. He never said anything about it, but it, but it kind of annoyed him. They were there for two months, and, and he got sucked in. And he started watching it, and the more he watched it, the more he came to believe it. And he said, this is what he said, he said, I came to see that the Bible not only had all the answers he'd been searching I'd been searching for but that it was the answer. And Johnny Hart came to believe in the resurrection. Jesus crucified and raised again. And he did. I mean you'd hope this would be true for all of us. His faith spilled out into his work. And he became quite famous or noteworthy, maybe infamous to some, for letting his Christian faith spill out into his comic strip. And uh, one of the most famous Easter comic strips he'd ever written is this one, where we have. (laughs) Is that Peter? I mean, we have the whole comic strip in the Narthic. Is that Peter? Or is that Johnny? Is that you? Where are you with the resurrection? Do you say yes to what God has done? Do you celebrate today what God has done? Today, we celebrate that God has said yes to forgiveness. God says yes. I will forgive that. You don't have to hide your sin anymore. You don't have to explain it away. You don't have to feel guilty about it anymore. You don't have to experience shame from from Satan anymore. Bring that sin to me and I will forgive it. God says to you today, yes, as far as the east is from the west, that's how far I'll remove your sin and remember it no more. We celebrate uh, that God has said yes to heaven. There is some other place waiting for us. Jesus said, I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Jesus said, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome this world. It's a place without any pain or sorrow or suffering. Do you celebrate that? God says to you today, Yes. I'm going to take you to be with me in heaven. We heard in the Isaiah passage, it's got the finest of wines and the best of of meats. We celebrate what God says yes to. He says yes to forgiveness. He says yes to heaven. And God says yes to life. God loves human life. God created human beings as the capstone of His creation. He had all of the other creatures yeah, had the plant kingdom. But at the center of it all is, is the human race. You and me. And God says yes to life. To life. All lives. No matter from what nation, what tribe, what people. Wealthy, poor, old, young. God wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Is the church, we want to celebrate that. You know, the church is the last place on earth you ought to find any racism. It's the last place on earth you ought to find any ageism or sexism. That here in the church, we too celebrate life. We look on one another as one for whom Christ died and rose again. God says yes to forgiveness, to heaven, to life. And he says yes to righteousness. That, that, that we might join Him in a different kind of living. Do you know that if you win the Masters, you know this, you get a green jacket. In the resurrection, in our baptism, we get a robe of righteousness. And we become a different people through the resurrection. Uh, not walking like Jesus had warned. Not walking the world's way. You know, the way is wide. It's easy. You do whatever you want. Have a good time. No, the way of righteousness is narrow, difficult, but it lives in a way that's of of glory to God. Today we celebrate God's great yes. Do you join that? Do you believe that by faith? That's his invitation for each one of us today. Uh, I can imagine if you did win the Masters on a Sunday afternoon beating Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Sergio Garcia, you would show the tape of that all the time. Your friends would come over and say, Hey, have you seen this before? You say, I see it every time I come over. <laughs> we never tire of celebrating the greatest victory ever. The one who was dead is alive again. And because He lives, we too shall live. Yes. Amen.